In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Thursday of the seventh week of Easter. Today being the 25th day of May 2023, let us invoke the person of the Holy Spirit to come dwell in us. Holy Spirit, Lord of light, from the clear celestial height, thy pure beaming radiance give. Come, the Father of the poor, come with treasures that endure. Come the light of all the leaf. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is United we stand, divided we fall. United we stand, divided we fall. The first reading today is taken from the book of the Acts of the Apostles. Chapter 22, verse 30, and chapter 23, from verse 6 to verse 11. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to John, chapter 17, from verse 20 to verse 26. For the past few days, in the gospel readings, Jesus has continuously prayed for the oneness of his flock. And today he prays not only for those who have come to believe in God through his own preaching, but those who will subsequently believe in God and they accept the message of Christ while he is already gone. Those who will believe in the message of Christ through the teachings of the apostles and the disciples. And Jesus prayed that we may all be one. Why was this oneness of the children of God of such a great importance to Christ? That it literally became the recurring prayer request of Jesus in his last days on earth. This one yet enjoying this high level of importance in the heart of Jesus because united we stand, division scatters us. Divided with four. And this unity is seen firstly in the triune God. Three persons, one God, undivided, equal in essence. And the agents of this unity and oneness in the triune God is the person of the Holy Spirit. The binding force. 
that keeps the triune God together as with one being. And dear children of God, if we too must be one in God, we must have the person of the Holy Spirit in us, binding us together with the unbroken bond and cord of love, the love of God. As I said before, this unity and oneness is in our essence, is in our faith, is in our belief, is in our practice of the faith. Beloved children of God, Jesus knew that we cannot be in unity with the world. And so even today he prayed that he will be one. He wasn't praying for the world, but for those who believe in him. Through the power of the word, the spoken word of God. That we may all be one in Him, as He is in God the Father, and God the Father is in Him. That we also may be in Him, and He may be in us. He cannot be in us except by the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so we must desire every moment of our life to have the person of the Holy Spirit, to be in full communion with the Holy Spirit, to be in unity with the Holy Spirit. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are made one in Christ. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are united in virtue, in the cause of righteousness and peace, in the path that leads to God. In doing the will of God, in promoting the will of God, in defending our faith. The greatest scandal the church has given to the world is the scandal of the schism, that division that came into the church. We must do everything not to continue in the path of division, but to rebuild ourselves into one. Unity is our strength. Oneness is our stronghold. Check families that are united in righteousness, in the love of God, and in doing the will of God. They are always standing, waxing strong, and succeeding in all areas of life. Before any family can be broken down by the forces of the kingdom of darkness, there must be a crack in their wall of unity and oneness. This is the crack that Paul took advantage of in the first reading today. Seeing the division among the Jews between the Sadducees and the Pharisees, Paul argued, siding with the Pharisees since he was a Pharisee himself. The Pharisees were united in their belief in the resurrection, in their belief in the existence of spirit and angels. And so they couldn't be broken apart. And so they stood their ground against the Sadducees who never believed in any of this. And that very disunity, that very line of division was explored by Paul to secure safety for himself. And so, 
the Jewish nation that came up against him to see to it that he was condemned eventually failed because there was disunity. Families are failing today. Churches are failing today. Nations are failing today. African is failing today because we are divided. We preach one thing, but in our hearts, we believe in different things. But our way of life, we practice different th beliefs. If we are truly the children of God, then let us be united in doing the will of God. It's not sufficient that we worship in the same church. It's not sufficient that we are members of the same family. It's not sufficient that we are of the same ethnicity. It's not sufficient that we are of the same race, of the same nation. Yes, these are good and important as they serve as the foundation, the starting point for unity. But beyond this, we must get to the level of being one people in our belief system, in our practice of the faith, and in our quest to do the will of God. It is at that level of unity that we stand, that we succeed, that we are able to conquer in times of temptations, trials, that we are able to conquer evil, we are able to conquer corruption, we are able to conquer bad governance, we are able to conquer all forms of evils. We cannot resist evil if we are not united in virtue. We cannot fight injustice if we are not united in justice. We cannot bring an end to bad governance if we are not united in the cause of good governance. As long as all of us continue to fight for our individual interests, our ethnocentric interests, our denominational interests, our group interests will continue to fall apart. And as long as we continue to fall apart, we will keep failing. Paul took advantage of the division among the Jewish people. Ironically, the powers of the world are taking undue advantage of the division in the Christian world and continually oppress the Christian world, exploit the Christian world, and put up policies, laws that will continue to impoverish, impoverish the Christian world and make the worship of God so difficult a thing to do. Christians all over the world must rise and get united in the cause of righteousness. Not just in uniform, not just in name, not just in the faith professed, but in the practice of the faith and in the promotion of the values of the kingdom of God. And we shall again take over the reins of the world because united we will always stand, but divided we shall fall. Irrespective of the miracles, irrespective of the mighty works being done everywhere, we need to be united as one in virtue. And God's victory will come to full manifestation in our lives and in our midst through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.